0: welcome to the Eagle Montessori podcast. Our teaching academy welcomes educators with an interest and passion for the Montessori method and strives to provide information about Montessori philosophy to all. I'm Tess, a pre-K teacher from Ohio, and we're going to work together to learn about the founding principles of Montessori education. While I'm not a Montessori expert, I'm learning more about Montessori each day with an awesome collection of Montessori guidebooks from the North American Montessori Center and a great team who works with me to create these episodes. Some time ago, I had a wonderful message from an individual working with our Montessori schools expressing an interest in joining to talk about the importance of music and movement in education. So I'm so glad to finally be able to get these episodes released. So I'd like to introduce you all to Donna Kuntz. Welcome, Donna.
1: Thank you so much, Tess. Thank you for having me.
0: I'm so glad to finally have you on. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do with the Spring Education Group? Uh,
1: Of course. So um, I'm an education specialist within the Montessori division, and I do a lot of work with uh, coaching Mm -hmm. uh, our upper level uh, staff. So that's uh, lower elementary first through eighth grade. So I work with the staff. Mm -hmm. And I also do little bit of work with curriculum. And I observe in the classrooms and give feedback about students. And, you know, so oftentimes I'm working with students as well. Um, I help with uh, professional development. And I also just wanted to share that music is one of my absolute favorite things in the world to offer students. So I I do it whenever I can.
0: Perfect. That's awesome. So you kind of do a little bit of everything. (laughs)
1: Yes, I would say that. A little bit of everything. And if I can sprinkle music or a song into it, all the better.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, you know, you and I have chatted before. We both love music. and We have a passion for bringing that into the classroom. So today we wanted to focus just on why music and movement education is so important. And how does that music and movement connect to all those academic and social skills so donna why is it important to be incorporating music and movement into our classrooms
1: well i have a list of reasons why it's so important (laughs) um but and the list is so vast but i Mm -hmm. think i'll start out with one of the maybe more obvious things is music is enjoyable it is, yeah. it's fun. It's pleasurable. It's so wonderful to uh, participate with children because I do think when we have opportunities to do that, it brings out the child in us yes. as well. Yeah. And I think that's really important. I, I know a lot of teachers get, con- they're concerned that they may not have the most perfect voice. And so they might hold back a little bit, but you know, the the children just want to hear you sing. They want to be with you and they want to feel that joy as well. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely. That joy in it. That's, that's big. We want to bring joy into our classrooms.
1: Absolutely. And I, you know, one of the, the other things is community. So Mm -hmm. when I think of music and and movement, I think of a group and Mm -hmm. a group that's actually, um, kind of following a set of uh, guidelines or expectations. Sure. So um, music, the uh, musical group, actually is a great way to develop social behaviors uh, because, again, the children get to participate in something fun, but there are things that they need to listen for. There's yeah. um, ways they need to inhibit their body. Um, you know, they... Well, I mean, I guess one of the, one of the fun things is watching a child or a group of children participating in an activity and, you know, a child goes the wrong direction. Mm. However, if the child is listening to the words, it's kind of like, Oh, I'm hearing this. And there's a little bit of self-correction yeah. in there too. And the students and the students, you know, they help each other. Mm-hmm. And I think from my experience, I, I love, watching children support each other. And I think it builds a lot of goodwill into the classroom community.
0: Oh, yes, definitely. I like that bringing in self-regulation. You know, that's such a big topic in early childhood education, that self-regulation. And you're absolutely right. Those music and movement experiences offer a great opportunity to ch- for children to work on those skills. And in those music and movement activities, That also incorporates a lot of self-correction, like you were saying. You know, if you're playing something where the students are moving around in a circle and somebody turns and goes the wrong way, they're able to self-correct because they can see or they can hear what everybody else is doing. Absolutely.
1: Right. And that's so positive because there's nobody telling them, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, you made a mistake or no, Johnny, we're not going that way. You're going the wrong way. So it's such a positive experience. Mm-hmm. Um And, you know, and I know that even during these beautiful, joyful experiences, you still need to manage as such, you still need to um, kind of explain to your group what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that, again, is really helping them build those prosocial behaviors. Um, and I, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about self self-regulation, because you had mentioned it really yeah. is a big buzzword. And yes. it's really, it's one of those things that, you know, we are really seeing, you know, some children come in with a little more dysregulation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Music is one of, one of the great ways to assist them in being able to, um, as I mentioned before, inhibit their movement, Mm -hmm. um, move back and forth. Uh, So there's one part of self-regulation that is the emotional Mm self-regulation. And those are really having to do with transitions, moving back and forth between this really intense emotional state and then being able to find a bit of calm. And um, the other one is attentional, which means that children are able to Uh, listen to the instructions Mm -hmm. and uh, even when there's a lot of distractions and you know music is full of distractions there's guitars coming out (laughs) there's ukuleles there's all kinds of fun things Mm -hmm. Um, but I would say one of the most important ones is the executive functions Uh, so they're really executive functions are particularly relevant to music because within, within them memory inhibition, and mental flexibility live. Mm -hmm. And those are all things that children will need the rest of their lives.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So we have those three areas of self-regulation you mentioned. Emotional, that's something that we talk about all the time. Um, And especially in transitions too, whether we're transitioning from activities or transitioning from being very active, to needing to calm down for a circle time or something, that's a challenge that music can help us with. And that paying attention to movement activities or learning a song and those executive functions, those are key. That's another huge buzzword and phrase that we use all the time, right? We're working on helping our students learn executive functions. Memory, that's key for their entire life, like you were saying, and that inhibition and mental flexibility, those are all huge key skills for our students to learn.
1: Absolutely. And what a Great way to learn when you're having fun. I mean, yes. when you think about, like, working memory, mm-hmm. I mean, how wonderful to be able to, you know, work with the students and teach them, you know, pat your knees, clap mm-hmm. once, clap your partner's hand. Those are sequence, ordered sense of movements. Those things really help build um, working memory skills. And inhibition skills are great Uh you you can really observe them in a music class when a child is with an instrument mm-hmm. and you want them to explore the instrument, but you still have to go through the process of explaining a little bit more about mm-hmm. it, how to hold it. And, you know, the whole idea of being able to inhibit your movement and stop before you actually reach out and grab it is something that's learned. I yes. mean, it's something that's learned right in music. So there's many, many different experiences that allow for that development. Um, one other thing was flexibility. Flexibility. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that we have been talking a lot about this year is the the child that has that flexibility of mind, um, the child that can switch attention sure. between different aspects of the same task. Now in music, you can a child can hear a mu- hear the melody and then they can focus on the words mm-hmm. and ignore the melody. And then they can hear the same melody and then focus on the melodic part of it and ignore the word. So there's a lot of switching attention in music and it's the same, you know, it's different aspects of the same task, which, and that's a great skill. That's a great skill for children to have.
0: Oh yes, absolutely.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. Tess, I wanted to add another thing. Um, Once in a while, when we have a student that has, or let's say a few different students that have, um, you know, that are struggling with executive function skills or, you know, are highly dysregulated. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of drums and percussion instruments that I use and... There are so many different things you can do in a small drum circle or a percussion circle, and they all help to develop all those executive function skills. Because you're sitting with a beautiful djembe in front of you, and all you want to do is pound on it. All you want to do is (laughs) just play it. And, you know, we are teaching them to inhibit you know, to develop those uh, skills of inhibition. And it's fun. And we do a lot of repetitive phrases. So I might start a a rhythm and then we'll go around and each person has to be listening and waiting their turn. Um, And I also find after a while when we're drumming together, everybody feels really calm afterwards. And um, yeah, and it's so beautiful. It's So it's such a great, yeah, Yeah. it really is.
0: Yeah, anytime you have a group of students who have – started to fit into that routine and those regulations. And in, in my class when we would use instruments, I had taught them that, you know, if I'm putting my instrument down on the floor in front of me, that's time for them to rest. And then we pick them up to play so that we can have um quiet to talk while we're in between playing our instruments. And once they all learned that, we had this just beautiful experience of being able to play together and it's helping all of them self-regulate and controlling that inhibitions because you know you you give somebody an egg shaker or maracas or a drum or a tambourine and all they want to do is play that instrument as much as they possibly can right it's so hard to put it down but that's such an important skill for our students to learn
1: it is. And I struggle with that myself. Mm-hmm. Everybody that knows me well knows if I go to somebody's home and they have a piano or a guitar or <laughs> an instrument, I will be like, please, I, can I just play it? <laughs> I'm like, um, so I struggle with that myself. But... Just because it, because it's so fun, but it is, it is a great skill for the students to learn, yeah. um, especially when they're young. This is the time, mm-hmm. zero to six. I mean, this is the time when children are absorbing uh, everything in their environment around them. And a lot of it is very unconscious and exposing children to music early gives them such, um, just a leg up on everything. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about the academic part of it, mm-hmm. but, um, one thing I did want to Talk about too is, you know, children when they're exposed to songs from a variety of cultures, mm-hmm. you know, they have the opportunity to build this really rich social world. Yes. And, you know, part of participating in music allows also, it allows children to, you know, build a rich and deep emotional world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, exploring a variety of songs, um, you know, songs from different countries that have different rhythms. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the Western scale isn't the only scale right. in the world. There's amazing... And, and you know, uh, most children hear Western, the Western scale and are always amazed when they hear a scale from a different country. And... I have read the research that shows when children are exposed to a variety of different types of scales, you know, Western, pentatonic, uh, mixolydian, like all of mm-hmm. these, it actually strengthens, uh, their brain and wow. it builds neural connections. Yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, you don't think about that, but sure. yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. And I love the expressive part of it too, mm-hmm. you know, playing different roles and being able to, uh, you know, build empathy. When you're playing a role in a song mm-hmm. or, or a music game, you're learning something about somebody else. And mm-hmm. I think when we're talking about community and, and pro-social behaviors, I think that really helps students build that empathy, which is really important.
0: Yeah, absolutely it is. And that cultural exposure to music from different countries too, that just it just helps open the mind at such an early age when, like you were saying, they're absorbing so much. And it's so important to introduce those things at those young ages. So, introducing music from different countries, from different areas of the world, that just helps them be welcoming to other ideas and other cultures throughout the rest of their life as well. That's so important to do.
1: Right. No, and I so, I so agree with that. Um, and, you know, and it's, I, I just thought of this too. When you're bringing in songs mm-hmm. for children, it actually is really great to understand where they came from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can integrate all of these things in every aspect of your classroom environment. I mean, oh, yes. there's something that every piece of music from another culture brings. Mm-hmm. And whether it's uh, science, whether it's what kind of food, cooking, I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many different ways that this is a, becomes an integrated part of the entire classroom curriculum.
0: Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the Eagle Montessori podcast. Our teaching academy welcomes educators with an interest and passion for the Montessori method and strives to provide information about Montessori philosophy to all. To learn more, visit EagleMontessoriTeachingAcademy.com. Until next time.